So today I have uh, Sophie Poole with me, and uh, she's uh, she's a vegan. She also does coaching groups, and she's got a lot, a lot of di different interesting things going on. So I wanted to give, uh, get her on the channel, get an interview. My name is Ryan. This is High Carb Regenerator. Welcome to the channel, and uh, welcome, Sophie. Thank you so much. It's so yeah. cool to talk with you, actually. We've been in contact for... For a long time maybe, now. Yeah, maybe about a year and a half or two, two years ago. I don't know, actually, exactly. Yeah, I think you first reached out to me in the comments section, didn't you? I th I'm I think not sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So, so anyway, how did you get started? Uh, you're you're fully vegan, right? Yeah. So, how did you get started on that, or were you always that way? No, never. In a sense, I was about four years ago. I was very, very ill. I had a burnout, but the worst case that I've ever heard of. So I couldn't walk. Um, I lost about 80% of my vision. I oh, wow. didn't hear well. Like I had a continuous like peep in my ear, which drove me like insane. Like the world, <laughs> yeah. that was the biggest part. Actually, I had a lot of attacks, nerve, uh, nerve attacks in my body. And, uh, I started to try to find a, a pill, like a solution with the doctors trying to find, okay, how can I heal? And at some point I remember it was like June the 30th of Four years ago, 2019. Oh, wow. So that's recent. I, it, it just clicked and said, you know what? I've tried everything, like literally tried everything. Why don't I try my diet? And I was eating everything at that point. I was never vegan. I actually looked kind of like a little weird against vegans in a sense. Uh, I had my own judgments. Um, yeah. The only vegans that I knew at that time were really the hippie ones. Um, and I, I came from a very corporate career and I was wearing heels and, and dresses and, you know, the briefcase things and I had my BMW car. So I couldn't really see myself, yeah. um, but it had nothing to do with vegan or not. It had something to do with healing. And, uh, so I, I switched from one day to the other. I switched from eating everything, drinking alcohol, coffee, just everything, um, to raw vegan. Oh, raw vegan. Yes. I oh, did wow. six months of raw vegan, um, and then I ended up in the hospital. Actually, I had an attack in my liver, and this is when a doctor who was very, very awake in that sense and very aware, he said, girl, just step away from the fully raw because your body is detoxing at a rate that you're actually over-pressuring your liver at this point. Uh, like it's doing too much of a work. Yeah. Uh, and By the time I completely healed already, so I could move, I was actually on holiday in Bali, so that was incredible. And um, yeah, that's that's how I then started to find my own journey of fully raw, high raw, vegan, plant-based, and just made a lot of mistakes and then learned a lot of things. So have you had, you know, any kind of like weight loss or were you not, in, not into that at all? Yeah, well, I actually, I think it's a ton of story. Just yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, uh, I lost a lot of weight in the first three to four months, like a lot. I was always overweight my entire life and I really lost a lot of weight. Um, when we're looking at kilos, I think I, I, my, my highest weight was about 100 kilos and I dropped all the way down to like 58 kilograms. Um, so that's about 60% of what I weighed in, in total that I, I went back to. And um, I started gaining weight again when I went off the fully raw. Mm. But I went into this lifestyle of like raw vegan um, unprepared. I did not do any research. I didn't even know what raw vegan was. So I under ate 
but I yeah. healed. So I kept under eating. So I, I, I lost a lot of weight. And when I started to fully get back into like full eating programs, it started to gain back a little bit. And this is when I found out like uh, Freely or Dan McDonald, the lab regenerator, Lou Corona, uh, you know, every and started to educate myself, knowing yeah. that this is actually a thing here. There are kind of like rules uh, or not really rules, but like things that could help to know. And this is when I started to find my own balance in this. And it's a very complicated world for me because I got sucked into it. Like I yeah. started watching what I eat in a days. I could like from 20 people I, I knew that were in this lifestyle, I could name their entire food plan, their meal plan. This one is eating so many bananas. This one is eating no fruit. This one is eating only fruit. I just thought it was so complicated. Yeah. Um, so that's a long journey in a sense. It's a four year journey right now to find my own. So have you tried all of the, all the, the, the different variations of it? I mean, cause you can go, you can drive yourself nuts. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, somebody like my channel, I, you know, you see it a little bit, but like somebody like the vegetable police, that guy's tried every, literally everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it, you know, it, it kind of becomes daunting. I, I, I actually, I was going to be creating another, I have another YouTube channel and I think I'm going to just kind of call it, I'm not your guru. Cause yeah. I really just want yeah. to be, show my journey and a lot i got a lot of people in the dms asking me to you know to heal them and you know it's just if you really want to heal i think raw vegans like the way to go but can you Agreed. afford it and can you find it you know yeah yeah so yeah. have you tried uh, all everything and what what have, what have you tried so far uh i think within like the the plant-based variant because i know the vegetable police also when <laughs> All the way left and all the way right, which yeah. I think he's hilarious. I watch yeah. a lot of videos with my ex, actually. Yeah. Um, super funny. Um, so within plant-based, I definitely tried all fruit, all the way to all vegetables okay. and everything in between. So we're talking low fat, higher fat, higher protein, um, no protein, no fat, um, and kind of like every variation in between. I also did a four-month juice fasting. I did oh. a couple of water fasting periods. Um, so yeah, I definitely threw myself into the water of let's let's experiment whatever works for me. Mm -hmm. um, and the most interesting thing is what I found for me is uh, high raw is not necessary. Uh, I mean, fully raw is not necessary for me. Yeah. It was great for healing, um, but it puts me kind of also in this thing where my normal life where i'm a lot of traveling where i'm a lot with clients in restaurants and hotels and and things it put me so in restriction that it got to my brain and if i have like an 80 percent, 20 percent kind of thing and i can have a little bit of leeway and i'm not addicted to anything that i'm eating so when it's cooked it's like cooked broccoli or a sweet potato or yeah. pumpkin or you know it's it's not fries in that sense yeah. um which i experimented with too as well i i did the whole experience everywhere uh when it comes to the plant-based stuff and uh for me i found out that high raw wasn't the best um only fruit wasn't the best only vegetables wasn't the best uh i dove deep into sprouts and microgreens for a period and i saw on the algaes mm. and thought you know this is more of the hippocrates health uh, institute diet oh yeah, yeah. Brian Clement. um super fascinating i just wanted to experience that too and then just coming to a balance of i'm a younger woman of like 30 years old what do i need in my lifetime right now if i feel really really good and if i'm 
energized and I have no illnesses to heal. I want to do preventive care, but I also want to live my life. Yeah. And then what's actually my body? I posted today on my Instagram stories, like actually my body will tell me because the last like three weeks I've been surrounding myself a lot with family and they eat everything and yeah. also meats and fish. And for the first time in this four years, I looked at meat and fish and it was so weird because it was kind of flirting with me. Mm. In a sense, I looked at it and I wasn't repulsed anymore. And I literally was repulsed for years. Like, it, I don't even look at it. It's not my food. I don't want oh, to eat okay. it. It's not, it's when I go into a grocery store, a restaurant, it doesn't do anything with me. But now it started to like wink at me. Like I felt like my body was like, there is something there. What's going on? So I'm always very open. I'm not into boxes or any kind of things. Yeah. So this is actually when I started doing some research and my diet was a little bit uh, lesser on the greens lately, on the green juices, on the proteins in a say, even in the plant-based world. So then I just adjust. So then I'm yeah. like, okay, let's get some, you know, let's experiment with maybe some very high quality protein powder. Let's upgrade a little bit on the microgreens or on the spinach or the green juices. So I think when we're in tune with our bodies inside, and we're not just only copying what anyone else uh, uh, anyone else does, like uh, the gurus, like you say. Yeah, it's the best. Your body would tell you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. That's the phase that I'm in right now. Really listening inside because basically everyone that's watching your videos, I would say, I'm a guessing, um, is like me and like you. We have done our homework. Yeah, yeah, we for know. the most part, yeah. For the most part, we're like, yeah. how many percentage of fat do we do? You know, oh, yeah, probably <laughs> not. That's, that's yeah detail stuff and we you know it's at that point i feel like let's try to tune into our own bodies and see what actually makes us feel the best and then yeah. also about the whole weight loss thing it's like for me if i poop right <laughs> that's the best sign yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean because really if you look at it uh it turns into a prison it really is it's, it's almost worse than than what you came into you might not have as much weight on you or whatever but it's you're living in your own anxiety built prison and it's just, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you said that you did uh four months of, of juice fasting. Yes. I, wh all right. So I've got so many people that want me to do this and I refuse to do it a, because I, I, you have to be a damn near a millionaire to do it these days <laughs> and B because I just like, I have no interest in it, but how did you, uh, how did you like it? Uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Everybody says that. I was, I would say it has helped me so much in spirituality, in loving myself more, in finding a connection with myself, mm. in my purpose, in my power. Um, it has nothing really to do for me in a sense when it comes to my, uh, like my body, even though that's weird because everything changed when my juice fasting uh, period was over and also during because I didn't have any period anymore um, on Free Raw. Uh, and that was my fault in a sense. I was very stressed. Like I just came from this amazing burnout and then I under ate for a little bit. Yeah. So I lost my period already before I went raw. So it's not because of the raw diet, but I just didn't have a period. It came back during my juice fest at like day, I don't even know, very short in the beginning. Hmm. Um, which was such a shine for me. There were a lot of parasites coming out, a lot of micro plaque. And I know everyone's like, it doesn't exist until you have it in your actual hand. <laughs> it doesn't exist, but yeah. you know, 
when it's there, it's, it's, it's there. Um, and it did a lot for me spiritually, mentally, just myself. And also I, at that time already did heal a lot of my eating, um, addiction because I was a very emotional eater. I've been bullied a lot when I was younger and mm. food was my way of dealing with it and building a little bit of security blanket in my body, literally. Um, so by that time I did a juice fast, I really, really prepared myself. I didn't go from like a normal diet to juice fast. That's one thing that I always say to everyone, because for me, that's tricky because you haven't actually solved, you know, your habits in that sense. You're just like going from all the way left to all the way right. For some people it works, but for me, I think that would have been a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That's just a thought. I don't know for sure. And I had great help. Cool. I, I didn't just do it by myself. I had two coaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a big, important thing in my life. Yeah, you know, because I, I actually had that stuff come out of me when I was fully raw, and I didn't, I wasn't doing a juice. juice. That, that's why I think I've always been reluctant to do a do, juice fast is because I, I, I had the parasites. I had the mucoid plaque. I had all that without actually doing wow. a juice fast. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, I was spending, uh, roughly $400 a week uh, in, food, <laughs> in food, uh, le yeah. legit, um, because I was, I was juicing, but I wasn't doing only juices, but I was juicing a lot of like dandelion greens, um, celery, uh, what was another one? Oh, yeah, uh, I call, I call that kind of like the, the high end version of juice fasting. Yeah, like I, yeah. I was literally, well, no, I was like, three fourths of my juice fast i was um in like in a city um at families houses juicing from like bathrooms and it, it was very intense wow. yeah uh, but what i did is i just did a lot of orange juice okay so i made it very simple i did a lot of orange juice it was winter at the time so maybe like two orange juice a day uh which actually saved a lot of money for me and then i did two green juices but i didn't make it complicated like i didn't go to like Almost, I didn't go to like the dandelion greens. That would have been amazing, but I just stick yeah. to very normal. What could I afford? Uh, romaine lettuce, a bag of spinach, lots of cucumbers, lots of celery. And if I wanted extra juices, I would do like watermelon if it was available or anything else that was like there. I didn't go into complicated juices, like a lot of beets or I don't know, exotic things. I just yeah. kept it very, very simple. And that made it affordable for me. I think the dandelion greens is what did it for me. I think that's what oh, cool. cleaned me out the most. Wow. But uh, you actually, it's really hard to find them now. Like you don't see them in stores at all anymore. So yeah, I guess you would have to grow your own. But you're you're from, or you were you living, where were you from? Like Sweden or Switzerland? I'm or? from Holland. Holland, okay. Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, so how, is it easy to do there or is it kind of, uh, you know, you not that easy? Me? Yeah. Um... I, I I think so. Like, uh, I think it's as, as hard as, as anywhere. Look, it's, if you're in like Asia, I think it's the easiest, yeah. like somewhere close to, um, what's the thing called? <laughs> the equator. The equator, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the easiest, but I love the, the, the season of like the oranges. Um, yeah. That was, I, I intentionally did it. I had a lot of mandarins and lots of oranges. And that made it feel the best for me. I could also envision that during melon time, somewhere like summer, it would be great. Yeah. 
I know people just have done watermelon for 30 days and just yeah. because it was affordable yeah. and it was everywhere. I, so I think you can make it as best as you want, like the dandelion greens and exotic things and really doing 30 different ingredients a day, juicing, and that will be amazing. But I had so many things going on in my private life that I, I just couldn't make it complicated. Um, and the last month I actually did in Spain and then I had just like mandarin and orange, uh, orange trees right next outside of my home. So that was living dream life. If I would advise anyone, like go to like Spain <laughs> where you're like in nature and I just grabbed my lettuce from the garden and there were so many orange trees, like just literally on the streets and it was just everywhere. And I think I did the best time um, like juice fasting there. That was heaven. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Like, if you want it, it's going to happen. Yeah. Where you are, you can make it like, even just like a raw, fully raw diet. It's so tough. It in is. A sense. In the yeah. Northern European, it's, it's, it's possible, but it is, you know, it's not like the tropics. So you're a lot of uh, bananas, a lot of dates, a lot of simple greens, and just have to, you know, make your way uh, around the seasons. And did you ever try something like the starch solution or, you know, maximum weight loss? Did you ever try anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely ventured into um, the starch solution and and just like eating a lot of potatoes. Yeah. Um, because I was like six months raw, I felt when going back to potatoes, I felt heavy, um, mm. just like heavier at night. So I also feel, I actually feel the best. This is so weird. I feel the best on juices. Mm. I just feel the best, like literally my body just like it's on fire. And then I feel the best on, on like uh, fully raw. Yeah. So when I add the potatoes, the, the stuff, I do find that I'm a bit like a tiny bit, a little bit slower. Yeah. But like I said in the beginning, for me, it's worth it because I don't feel that full restriction and I'm just preventing and I really clean my body out. And as long as I'm healthy, I do that 80%, 20% kind of thing. Um, and even when I did the starch solution, I was still like relative four. I never had breakfast with, you know, buckets of like uh, oatmeal or yeah. um, lots of potatoes for lunch. Yeah. It really doesn't make sense. And I found my own routine by looking at all of these different gurus. Yeah. Like I looked at diary and just like 20 names and everyone's own personal thing and just made the best of it. Like, okay, this one says juices and this one says this one. And so I made like my perfect formation of it. And then I had a friend and she actually uh, taught me how to, uh, this is kind of a spiritual thing, but she taught me how to um, communicate with my body through muscle testing. Oh, um, yeah. And that helped out tremendously. And then I also went to an Ayurvedic doctor because I, I, I lived in Bali for like a year and a half. And I got tested for what kind of Ayurvedic uh, type I am. Um, so I put the combination of that muscle testing, all of my homework from the gurus and the Ayurvedic um, results, I put them into my perfect routine. And then I'm still like, I'm still shifting. And as I go, like, for example, now the, the salmon and the chicken were like, there's something here for you. And I was, I was freaking out. I'm like, okay, yeah. but what are you here for? Ah, okay, the protein. So maybe a little bit shifting here. Um, and then I'm human too. So there's periods where I don't do what I should do. <laughs> yeah. 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 That whole power versus force is uh, David Hawkins. If, if somebody really wants to learn in that muscle testing, the, the book is called Power Versus Force by ah, David Hawkins. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah, that that's actually a really good book. You really only have to read the first like chapter or two, but it kind of explains everything that's going on. But that's actually where that comes it's from. So cool. It's so cool. Like I, yeah. I I digest really, really big salads with lots of sprouts. The best when there's like a little bit of steamed vegetable with it. I don't yeah. know. I, it's just and I digest salads pretty well. Um, after, definitely after the juice fast. But it's like that just works so good for me. And I feel great. And I it's just okay let's toss in a little bit of steamed broccoli like who cares yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not going i'm not going to you know there's it, this is pretty healthy right here and if steamed broccoli is going to put me off then i find it because i find it worrisome because for me what i've learned in this four-year journey dieting literally diving into all of this food research and lifestyle changes is our brains and our beliefs our thoughts about what we eat is actually way more important than what most of people consider. So we're looking at all the things and then still, for example, this steamed broccoli, like if I would think very badly of it, very wrong, it probably would be um, received from my body very differently. Yeah. So this is also what I learned is I try to really stimulate, don't take on what I believe. Like if you're sick, I, you know, we've got answers for you. Go fully raw or like water fasting, juice fasting, how far you want to go to heal. But don't listen to me when it comes to diet and lifestyle, because I don't want to influence you into brainstorming and brainwashing you that just like sprouted broccoli is just the best thing ever. And if you don't eat it, you're not doing well. Exactly. And I definitely got got in that trap um, myself, listening to everyone else and then judging what was what was on my plate. Um, and I, I literally thought that lentils was very scary. Like it was a very scary food for me for a little bit of period in the last four years. And this is when I realized, you know, this is not going so well. Yeah. You know, cause I, you're talking about greens and I noticed that there's a huge difference in my mental cognitive, whatever uh, space when I have <laughs> greens in when I don't, but I personally cannot digest greens without any fat. Like it, it has to have a little bit of fat. Otherwise it just comes out like, like it went Interesting. in. It just, yeah. So I've really wow. noticed that. So, but if I, oh. if I listen to the Durian Rider crew, you know, I wouldn't be able to eat greens like that, you know, so you kind of got to just really listen to yourself with that whole thing. Yeah, it's so confusing. Like one person is saying, you know, greens are the worst uh, and the other person are saying greens are the best. Yeah. But this is what I, I literally took away from like John Rose. It's like, we're shitting in the same party. We're like shooting at each other, but you know, we're greens versus fruit. It's the best conversation to have. We're all on the winning team here, if there was any a winning team. Like, yeah. Yeah. whoa, you know, the whole world is eating burgers and fries and pizza and look where we're spending our times. It's super important, but at the same time, let's zoom out. And like, we're literally talking, adding a green juice or not. And is that going to be detrimental for our health or the best thing? Like, that's great conversation to have, but don't get yeah. lost. Yeah, it, it reminds me because I did a, an interview with Brad Marshall, who did the croissant diet. And ever since I published that video, some of the people who used to talk to me on a daily won't even talk to me now because I, I interviewed somebody who talks about fat. Oh, no, yeah. I, I would say have, the world is so interesting. We don't know shit. Like, yeah. they, we don't know. And I really think that if you're following, let's say, if you're following during Rider and you really believe it, it's going to work. Yeah. And if you follow a fat diet and you really believe it, it might also work. Yeah. 
so the power of our brains and our thoughts, I, I, we shouldn't be underestimating this. Um, no. So it, it's, it's just so fascinating to me that I, I know people that are looking incredibly and they're like eating crap. Yeah. Grandmas that are super old and they're like amazingly doing, flirting with the whole world and just like 90 year, years old, thriving. And if you look at their diet, it's, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I would be that, that person for sure if I was 90, like sign me up. Yeah. So there's 100%. so many other factors than just like fat or not fat or grains or not, or greens with fat or bananas or, or potatoes. It's like, are you loving life? Are you happy in your, in your surroundings? Are you loving yourself? You know, how are you in, in, in your passion? Do you have a purpose? Are you thrilled about something? Is there a community? Are you in nature? Just so many things. So many things. Yeah. It reminds me, I was, uh, I, I was, I do DoorDash, uh, and I was out and it was really, really stupid, hot and humid day. And I didn't feel like coming home and cooking. So I stopped at the Chinese place and the, the woman was there. She's very slender. Uh, this has actually happened to me twice, but it happened to me this past week. And I, and uh, somehow we got onto the conversation of talking about diet. And she's like, you know, you, you Americans are so nuts. So she's so like, all we do is eat a little, uh, some rice, throw a bunch of vegetables on it. And once in a while have tofu or protein and we're fine. You guys make such a huge thing out of it. And she's right. You know, everything yeah. just, you know, you know, and, you know, if you really look at their culture, they, they run circles around us and they just, this is what they eat. And it just, I think it's just gotten so out of hand. Yeah, definitely. And there's, there's a bigger conversation for me to have is processed versus whole food. Yeah. And then if you cook it or not, that, I mean, that's levels of health that we're talking about, but it's like, this is the real conversation for me. It's like processed versus whole food. And the rest is details. And I think that's this. And this is also, I hear this about all the time from my American friends. They're like, when I come to Europe, everyone's eating bread and pasta and cheese and everything, but they're still looking pretty healthy. You have a little bit of a gut, but they're looking very, very healthy. But if we eat that in America, what's happening there is that's, that's actually affecting us differently. And probably because it's more processed than back here uh, this is things that i'm like reading into and looking into like what's actually happening here i don't know yeah i've been looking into that matter of fact, I'm, it's weird that you say that i've been making videos about that i don't think i don't think it's over processing i think it's what's coming out of the skies and everything like that i think that's that's all part of it it's yeah. that's all part of it like that's literally um but the, just like whole food home cooked or prepared if, if it's raw or it's sprouted or grown i mean yeah that is the conversation that I'm very like, yes, behind. <laughs> like, I think yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. Cause I know Durian Ryder, you know, cause we mentioned him a few times. He's gotten really mad of people who live in America. Cause he thinks everybody's lying about, you know, not eating his stuff. I don't, I don't actually think that's what it is. I've started digging more into this as uh, publishing videos that I can without YouTube kicking me off. But uh, there's a lot going on with the food here that is not very good because i've actually known my family is pretty well off right i've actually got cousins that have never worked never will work and they'll go over to like you know like france or italy for like six weeks and they'll come back and they say they eat the entire time they'll come back like 30 pounds lighter than when they left and then when they start eating almost the exact same way here, they gain that 30 pounds back. What is causing that is, is wow. what I'm trying to get to the Let's bottom. all move to Italy. What? Huh? Oh, yeah. Let's all move to Italy, Italy and eat some pasta. Yeah, but I mean, this is legit. Like, I'm like, yeah. what is causing this? Like, I'm so I'm I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I've, I haven't spent too much time in the US to be able to say this, yeah. uh, actually. But I know, you know, if you're looking not at this, this, the, the main centers, city centers or big cities in Europe, but outside, there's a lot of still like home cooking. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a lot of, you know, own preparing from whatever in the garden and people are still really, you know, doing it like that. And I, I that's just healthy people. I just, and then if they cook it or not, I mean, yeah, again, that's when we're talking about the grade of healthiness and the grade of healing. Um yeah. But yeah, that's that's really what I think is the most important conversation. And um a lot of people are like myself as well, like I really got lost into the perfectionism of perfecting my diet and perfecting my body. Definitely. Yeah, you know what it's funny you mentioned that because people always focus on weight loss, not the health of their body. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest problem. I get this. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I had uh, recently, I've had a very interesting um, um, like realization about this because I always wanted to lose weight and I've been very, very tiny and very, very heavy and everything in between. Yeah. Um, and right now I'm in the in-between. I'm not skinny. I have my curse, but I'm not highly overweight. And this is my own words. Everyone has a different opinion about yeah. this. So this is my own view of myself. Yeah. Um, but what happened in the last, like I would say, two months is I have been getting so much attention from uh, men. Oh. The most that I've ever had in my life, uh, way more than I, than I was super skinny and also way more than I was very overweight. So I've been thinking what is happening here because I always wanted to lose weight to be attractive for men. Like literally that was acceptance by society and you know attract a, a dream partner it was my main motivation for being lean yeah. um i definitely had men telling me that i was um not attractive or not sexy or anything and just it really hurt, hurt me yeah. and i was like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna redo that i'll show you you know how skinny i can be yeah. <laughs> Which had never happened unless I focused on my health and all of a sudden here we were in a raw vegan diet losing all my weight. But um, for me, what my realization was that I'm now getting a lot of attraction and and attention from men. I've had marriage proposals, men coming to me saying, I want to birth, you know, I want to have your babies. Like, can you marry me? I've I've had streaks of two weeks where men ask me on dates. I've never been asked on dates, like never. And I was like, what is happening here? So what I actually witnessed is I changed from the inside. I changed my energy. It's so, oh yeah, you know, we all know. But it the whole focus on weight issues actually for me makes it a little bit unattractive because you're like so focused on eating this or not or how big this meal is or not, how much you worked out or not. And I did four months of like a really in inner work sabbatical where I looked at myself and I improved my self-love and my self-acceptance and I saw myself in a different way in the mirror and that changed everything so I also wanted to give this uh, and share this with you because it's so eye-opening for me that for me I wanted to lose weight because of you know attracting an amazing partner and having that male attention which is also a wound of course but that's a different topic and uh that that completely shifted without me losing weight yeah so I I, yay <laughs> yeah 
let's all work on our self-love and self-acceptance and forgive just everyone ourselves and the whole planet yeah and 100%. I, it's it's been a very interesting month for me i was just like wow yeah this is crazy but so good yeah yeah I, I've, I've actually noticed the same thing with myself um over the last year or so it's 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 crazy. Uh, you know, I always, I don't know why, cause, uh, men don't really think as much about this, but like, I always thought, well, I got to be more slender, but it's just, it just isn't the case. It just isn't the case. It's more like who you are. Yeah. And if you love yourself, if you yeah. find yourself, you know, if you don't find yourself attractive, um, and it, it's conditional, it's like, if I am this kind of way, then I am attractive. Well, good luck to you because you're never going to be the same. You know, you're always evolving, always changing. You can always work to like the best shape of your life and becoming the healthiest. But if you're if you're in that condition yourself and putting yourself in kind of like only when I'm like this, then you know I'm good enough or this can happen. It's very a tough journey. And uh it's like people can literally feel the energy of you accepting yourself and you being in your own power. That that's that's really what it is. 100%. Um, that I find the most important right now and the most interesting. I don't care if I have a belly or not. Yeah, I need to be healthy. But it's just like, oh, whatever. If I feel good, you know, then that's what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of my my father because my father, I've actually literally witnessed him get proposed to by two very wealthy women over my life. And I'm like, what, what is he doing that's so different than, from me? Because I was you know, hitting the weights at the time I was, you know, watching all everything like yeah. this, everything was calculated. Yeah. And then he overhears this himself. My dad has always just been himself. He's not terribly accepted, maybe even by his own family, but it, it's just, it's a magnetic. It is. Yeah. So, you know, do that and eat healthy food, unprocessed, uh, whole food as possible. Uh, as much as you listen to your body, where it needs to be fully raw or high raw or raw to four or high starch or whatever it is and find your thing, listen to yourself as much as you can. Don't get lost in all the details unless you're healing uh, and you're very sick and you need this. And then I would say go and jump on over to self-love, acceptance and forgiveness and love life. Yeah. Uh, one thing, the the last thing diet related I wanted to talk to, uh, talk about is what do you think about supplementation? Do you ever do supplements? Uh, I do always like B12. Okay. I've been living in the sun for the past four years, so I don't do any three uh, D3. Um, but I did do it when I was back, uh, you know, in, in the Northern Europe and I didn't get too much sun. Um, I do, I want to say, uh, luckily have fallen for the LG trap. <laughs> So I take some algae just because I was just, I studied the uh, Hippocrates Health Institute and I really want to go there next year as well. And uh, I just, I'm very convinced about algae. So I'm just taking algae or, uh, or uh, spirulina powder if I don't do the algae kind of thing. Just a security blanket. Uh, I wouldn't say I have any um, like lower things that I'm fixing with that. Mm. Um, that's it. Unless I feel called to do like a little of a, I would say a, a cleanse of the gut. I would take okay. some, uh, you know, gut healing or par anti-parasite kind of little thing for two or three weeks and that's it. So the basic supplement I do is B12 and D3 if I need it. Um, and then there is that algae or spirulina add-on that I do. And I find um, Brazil nut. I take a Brazil nut almost every day. Just one. Just one. <laughs> yeah. It's random. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> now you've mentioned, I, I wasn't gonna even gonna ask any more questions, but I, they are Ayurvedic. I had yeah. somebody come in my comment section and said that you uh, know that you're done eating when you burp the first time, but I never have that happen. Have you ever heard of, of this in uh, Ayurvedic uh, with the burping uh, thing? No, I'd never, I, well, I'm gonna say never, but I almost never burp. Yeah. That would mean that I would never be non-eating. Yeah. He said that you haven't eaten enough if you haven't had, and he ran some like center or he's claimed that I didn't really look into him, but he said that you have to make sure that you burp once. And then that's how you know that you're full. And I remember it did happen to me like shortly after he said this. Um, but I had eaten so much that day. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, well, gosh, if I had to eat this much every day, I don't even know how I would do it. Well, when I, when I hear these kind of things, I'm like checking in with myself instead of like listening to logic or like facts. I'm like, okay, what, what would that mean for me? And I'm definitely not going to live by that rule. He might no. be very right, but it's not for me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just so uh, much eating. ridiculous in the sense yeah. that for me, you know, uh, uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> But that's interesting. <laughs> maybe maybe so really right for some bodies. Yeah. I, I notice when I have gas, I know that's a food combination thing or overeating. Yeah. That's what my body is giving me. Like, um, And I only burp when I drink um, busy drinks. Mm. You know, uh, like uh, sparkling water or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I just thought it was interesting. No, yeah, no. The, the, the Ayurvedic thing taught me for me is that um uh, lots of like heavy spice uh food isn't right for me mm. um and a lot of like very crispy some people really like the crispiness of things like crackers or crisps or uh, like raw broccoli or raw carrots yeah um you know the harsher ones and i'm like more the what they call the vata type so i'm like the soft but not ice cold. So like smoothies is great melons is great soups are amazing for me that's why also the this salad, which is great, like fully raw and lots of raw sprouts and stuff. But if I have this little bit of broccoli with it, that's steamed or a little steamed kind of vegetable thing. Um, it just, for me and my body, it just works really, really mm. well. Digest even better. Um, so just stuff like that I learned in the, in the Ayurvedic um, world. So I put like that Ayurvedic knowledge onto the raw food diet and saw like, okay, what's actually saying this to me? So not a lot of spice for me and not a lot of harsh things. Um, and I just took whatever was the best for me mm. and just made it into my variant. So I love soups too. I'm, I'm a big, like everything that the, so this is my type for me. It's like everything juice, everything smoothie, everything soup. I'm like, yes, um, that's my happy place. Stews, stuff like yeah. that. I think actually we're the same. Could be. Type. I think we are. Cause I've, I, I looked into this years ago, like late nineties. Yeah. Late nineties, early two thousands. So it's been a while. So I don't remember hundred percent, but I think that that was the one that I was, but I want to get off this topic and cause you're still doing coaching, right? Yeah. 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 And I wanted to just talk about that a little bit. Cause that's actually, I think how we really connected in the first uh, we initially. Had a call like a, a year and a half ago, because I have two clients who, who said uh, to you maybe, or to me, I don't remember, like you, sh- you guys should meet maybe Ryan wants to set up his coaching business and this is how yeah. we connect. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how did, how did that come around and, and what, what are you still doing with that? So it came around because after I, I healed myself on, on raw foods and, and plant-based and uh, I was like, 
this is it. This is my passion. I went away from my corporate career and I said, I'm just going to do health health advice, health creation. Like I was opening a little juice thing from my, my home. I was making recipe books and uh, people started asking me like, what did you actually do? Like, can you help me? Yeah. So we started a little, I would say, um, influencer content creation kind of business and wanting to make YouTube videos because my the people that I looked up to in this industry of raw vegan or vegan were content creators. So that's what I did. I opened up a membership and I started my business like that. And uh, I struggled big time. Uh, one, because I really am not a content creator in, uh, you know, editing videos, making videos, um, that's kind of thing. And I just had a small following, yeah. but no job anymore. So I was like looking at this objectively thinking all of these things that I learned from my coaches who have big communities or like 30 day challenges and all this stuff, they have like 50, 60, 70, 80,000, 100,000 followers. Yeah. But who am I? And I'm not there yet. I didn't know if I wanted to go there yet, but that didn't work for me. So I studied, um, you know, building a coaching business. I went yeah. to like had like school and uh, and studied this with different coaches and and found a way for me that really worked. And I started to earn a good amount of money with it. So in the meantime, my friends that were also not really 100% content creators in a sense, not really wanting to become big influencers, but really thriving as coaches or healers or uh, therapists that really wanted to help people transform and have this as their main form of income and business, they started to ask me questions about how do you, how, how are you doing this? Like, how do you build your business? Like, how do you mm -hmm. have income? You only have like 2000 followers on Instagram. There's like only two videos on YouTube but you're making money what you're doing so i started to help them on the side while still like selling my health kind of offers and uh they came to me and said look uh this is what you should be doing there are so many you know coaches in the health industry and everything but you're really really good in this and i had a background in helping entrepreneurs and advising them since i was 16 years old hmm. so it was really up into my alley to shift from becoming like from from being a, like a health coach and content creator in the health thing to becoming more of a business coach for holistic coaches yeah so that just started to slowly but you know not even like slowly just started to build up i just had my own program which was first one-on-one -on -one, and then it started to become groups and then started to become a bigger like academy like an evergreen group yeah um, and then i had next level clients and masterminds and private premium clients and uh, that grew in, in the last two years um, really amazingly. And I was very fortunate with that and, and just very happy with my quote unquote small business. Uh, and I am and I am on Instagram, um, but not on YouTube, uh, like being there with content creators. So a specific kind of niche of coaches who are not really wanting to become full-time content creators or mm -hmm. maybe do, but need some income right now. Like yeah. don't have, time to build that following or don't want to or don't have the skills so that's what i i end up as my niche most of them holistic coaches but over the years i started to also attract um big content creators who actually wanted to go back to simplicity mm. and working more higher end and having more transformational offers in a sense for the clients instead of just recipe books or 30-day challenges or stuff so that's been my main focus for the past, I would say, year is helping them go back to simplicity and really delivering big transformations um, for their clients and being able to offer higher end prices and uh, do longer tra trajectories. 
And during this phase of my business, also um, my natural talents and gifts started to blossom more. So I'm experimenting with that. It's a lot of energetics that I do instead of only just business strategy. Now I really tune into um, what I have a line is I can channel with the Akashic records. Mm. So I see people's potentials and their life path and their, their soul lessons and agreements. And I was very scared of putting this into my business and now I'm like so excited yeah. uh, to put that in because it's just why and why most of the time works because I just when I talk with someone like, oh, you should be doing this, this should be doing there. I think this is this, your life path was there, but you know, this is where you're going and they love it. So it's changing and evolving all the time. And uh, right now it's involving that I really, really like life work instead of online. Yeah. It's not always possible. Uh, but I'm focusing more on that and I'm opening up spaces where I am in the world. And right now um, I, I'm, I'm at my old, my, my old house in Holland, uh, yeah. from home, but I am more centered in Ibiza, which is an island of Spain, oh, okay. Mediterranean. And I'm inviting clients to come to me uh, and have like a three-day experience, which it's for me, it's, it's so much fun. So it's more life and it's more deep, uh, deep dive and more intense, but they get all of the clarity and, and strategies and activations and also alignment that they need. Um, so I'm playing with my business as much mm. as I, I love to, and I've, I've come from big groups to small groups to high clients, high end clients, one-on-one, and I'm just flowing with this for my own unique pathway. And um, that's actually what's happening. And I'm very, very privileged because I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders to become like my mentors and have big audiences and big following. Um, and that's not really for me. Okay. Uh, I like the simplicity. I like the quietness. I like just working with a handful of people that I really, really admire. And they, they really like to work with me. And that's it. And um, I'm happy I found my own little pathway in this um, as far as I am right now. Well, you seem very good at it. Did you mention Akashic res- Records in, in, in yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, okay. All right. I, I don't want to get into that, but like, I'm <laughs> not too many people know what that is. So that's, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, so I think, I think that's all the questions I really had right now, but I wanted you to get that out there because people who watch this might need your help. And so where okay. can people find you? And I'm going to link that down in the description section. Well, basically the best way is Instagram. That's my main account. I'm building a website on the on the backend because I've never had a, a need for a website or had a website. So yeah. um, I'm doing it on the backend, but right now it's best through Instagram. And this is my full name. It's Sophie with a P-H-I-E and then Alexandra and then pool. And my last name is with double O, like a swimming pool. Okay. And uh, that's the handle. And uh, from there you can find information or just send me a DM. And um, my main passion right now is doing this three-day activation, kind of like retreat, um, one-on-one private for entrepreneurs who really want to level up in Ibiza. So then I invite you to come to me. And uh, I'm very, very much excited about it. Just the creation was already everything. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a life. That's interesting. So anything that you wanted to finish with? No, I, I no. don't think so. No, I, it was very fun just having this uh, interaction with you and and uh, talking about it and just, you know, having this little check-in. Also for me, you know, where I am in my journey because I've yeah. been a lot of different stages and a lot of different things. Um, and yeah, that it's it's just a journey, you know. It is. Yeah, it's everybody's journey. 
All right. All right, Sophie. So I think I'm going to close this out here. So, uh, you know, like, subscribe, comments, questions like like normal. I guess if I get enough questions, maybe we'll have you back on. We'll see how that goes. So open for everything. I like I love to be a content creator uh, through you (laughs) or through other people (laughs) Uh, and and be be, you know, aware there. Um, But just to uh, finalize, like I've seen you in your journey. You look amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, wow. you look amazing too. I just, whenever I say that to somebody, then I get like the, the no, no, weirdest no. comments I, in my, I, in my I, section. No, no, but I just, I know you from little different stages and I know sleep yeah. has also been a thing for you, but I just, yeah. you're, you're vibrating good right now. Like I yeah. see, I see yeah. more than just uh, the, with my skills, I see energetics. So um, yeah. you're vibrating pretty good here. Yeah, well, you know, I, I run off uh, people's energies as well. So I try to try to keep, the oh, energy good. energy good like it's that's a it's, good it's, it's, it can be rough in a, in, a, in like if you go to like a, a where everybody's grumpy you know like i feel it and it, you know so it's, i yes. try to keep yes that, that energy higher good amazing anyway, yeah. more than welcome I'm more than happy to come back uh for whatever when it's aligned and it feels good all right perfect so i'm gonna end there uh and we'll talk to you in the next video